0: has been about a week and a half since you've heard my voice i've been taking care of stuff on the business end i've been getting stuff together i'm working on a few projects this is how i pay my bills this is how i keep this show going um this show is solely out of the pockets of myself Dietrich davis and mark morrell so i thank you for listening to Wrestlers with Experience, as we are coming up to our 100th episodes. I'm episode, I'm very proud of this, because sometimes podcasts don't make it past 20 to 25 episodes, and I've seen a lot of people start shows and not make it past that number 25 mark. I've seen people make it to the 40s and the 50s, and my goal is to make sure that we make it to episode 1000. And I believe over the, over the next two or three years that me and Mark will be growing this show expeditiously, in the words of the rapper T.I., expeditiously, excuse me. With that being said, my voice is a little hoarse. I've been doing a lot of voiceover work for a project that I might be a part of. If I get a part of it, um, you guys will be the first to know. So I've been straining my voice all week long. So I'm grateful for the illustrious tag team partner that I have in this podcast, the executioner, Mark Morrell, Mark Knight Morrell. With that being said, um, the episode that you just listened to yesterday from Mark, he talked about the sexual harassment thing. Now we had that episode in a can since, I believe Saturday or Sunday afternoon. And I wanted to wait a little while it goes over. Mark is not uh, incriminating everybody. He, he, he put a beautiful set of alleged on, allegeds on, and we're just speaking off of the information that was given to us based off of everything that's been happening around the internet. Um, sexual harassment is a very unique, It's not a very unique thing. It is a very common practice amongst men and women. Women sexually harass and abuse men even though it's not is not um welcomed and men obviously sexually assault abuse and verbally abuse women it's something that should have a complete and 100 percent zero tolerance I'm going to talk about the industry of entertainment in general I have a vast I have a vast resume and background and the business of entertainment from professional wrestling to indie wrestling to film and television and music it's not an easy business to go into entertainment in a whole whether you're an actor actress whether you're a rapper whether you're a singer whether you're a magician whether you are anything in the entertainment world whether you are a newscaster, sports commentator, athlete, professional wrestler or whatever you may be once you choose to join the vanity the vanity driven business you will be put in a scenario where you can make the choice to become the prey or predator and sometimes we can avoid both but it's a very strange it's strange business. It's Hollywood, as they were saying. Dave Chappelle said the most interesting thing, thing one time. Don't call people crazy in Hollywood. They're not crazy. They just seen some shit. They've experienced some shit. I'm adding on now. His part was they seen some shit. I'm saying they they not only have they seen they've experienced some shit. It's not easy to be in the business of Hollywood and think that you're gonna come out somehow unscathed. Um, I've seen a lot of things. I've heard of a lot of things. I have experienced some things and avoided a lot. Sometimes being the fly on the wall is the hardest thing that you can do in this business. And sometimes knowing when to exit the room is the hardest thing you can do in this business of entertainment, in this business of selling dreams, in the business of vanity, of vanity, and the business of wanting to be seen. It's not easy. It's not easy to comprehend. It is not something you necessarily dream of because you haven't walked through the door yet. For some of these people on this list, from the women that are accusing and the men, the, 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 the endless amount of men that will end up on this list, it's not shocking. Um, for a lot of people, sex is a very weak thing. So this episode may be an episode about wrestling per se, what's happening in the wrestling business. But I'm going to talk to you guys about the entertainment business in a whole. And some of you know, and some of you don't. Some of you have a speculatory idea the ones you think that are sleeping around in this industry aren't, and the ones you think aren't sleeping around in this industry are. We've watched celebrities get blackballed for not playing the game, for exposing the truth. And I think for the first time in history, you mean your career may slow down, but you won't be blackballed. We are in the heart of the Me Too era, in the heart of speaking out, and the heart of getting justice for your sexual assault, for, 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 for the men, who, men and women who have sexually assaulted you. I'm gonna go down a list of names. It's easy. And one name doesn't belong up on here, so I'll save that for last. But let me just run down the list of names. These are people from AEW, from WWE Impact Wrestling, AEW, NWA. You know, it goes on and on and on. But we got Joey Ryan, James Ellsworth, Kendrick Kai Marie, Lurgo, Travis Banks, Bull James, Justin Roberts, Scotty Davis, Congo Kong, uh, uh, Joe Coffey, Byron Real- Wilcott, Joe, Jack Gallagher, Jordan Devlin, Dave Lagana, Vice President of NWA, Wolfgang, Mark Paz Perry, Trent Seven, Jimmy Havoc, Kazan Ryan, K- Ch- excuse me, I guess that's and Ryan, Chasen, Chase, Chasen Ryan, whatever, Russell Payne, Aaron Epic, Kirk White, Mark Haggarty, whatever, Dame Math, Chino Bafa Reyes, Will osprey Disappointment to see him on there. Rob Feinstein, Sammy Guevara, which he said some fucked up shit recently on Twitter. Martin Zansky, Dave Christ, David Scar, Rich Calado. The, the Knight family, Pages family. Jesus Christ, these Europeans. And with Pages sexual escapades, who knows if that's just like a spin off the old family tree. Icarus, Marty Scroll, Mike Quackenbush. <laughs> That's a fucked up name. That name is almost as fucked up as Sean Michaels, his last name. Hickam Bob. Darby Allen, Austin Fury, Velveteen Dream, Matt Riddle, and the illustrious Jim Cornette, which has cleared his fucking name. Um. Jim Cornette, best friend says uh, backup allegations that Big Show slept with his wife. Look, this, 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 you know, the allegations can go, I can go into details. You talk about Matt Riddle as easy Matt Riddle accused of review screenshots of Leslie showing his wife knew about a fair. You get what I'm saying? Austin Ferry accused of out appropriate behavior with 13 year old girl. I mean, Marty Scroll. You know, promising people, responds to claims that misconduct with a 16-year-old girl. You know, it just goes on and on and on and on. But Jim Cornette has cleared his name. And he said it. You're just upset that I have a very interesting sex life. And anybody that we have enjoyed or had in a hot tub, they came willingly. When you look at uh, Dan Math, you know, he, he had a lot to say. You know, Sammy Guerrero said, Guerrera said that fucked up shit. You know, he's been suspended from ABW from further notice. You know, said something about, uh, I think, fucking uh, pay page, Not Paige. Uh, if you're saying her name, I can't remember. Snoop Dogg's niece. That's as much as I care about her. Sasha Banks. You know, when you look at Jimmy Havoc. Rape allegations against Jimmy Havoc. Anonymous accuser. There's a lot of men with a lot of problems around the world, and I'm pretty sure there's some woman that was accusing. Um, We just had, what's her name, Uh, Dusty Rhodes' ex-wife Marlena, um, accused Brock Lesnar of flashing his little red penis at her. But I've also heard the story that Brock Lesnar was being harassed by her first so who knows which way is going? I think she just wanted to be a part of it. But let's not talk about her open sexuality and things that her and New Jack have disclosed about each other. But this is a lot that's happening in the wrestling business, and unfortunately, you can these men know there's repercussions. But power is a very unique thing, and the idea of power is a very unique thing, and the idea of celebrity celebrityism. Mixed in with you think that you famous and nothing can stop you. You know, um, it's a unique thing in this industry. You will come across thousands and hundreds of women who will come forward. Look at Harvey Weinstein. It took almost thirty years for all of that shit to un- twenty five years for all of that shit to unfold. Everybody forget Dame Dash beat up Harvey Weinstein. That's a fact. For Disrespecting women, And when it was time for his movie. After he caught the ass. Harvey Weinstein caught the ass whipping. He blocked his movie. Paid in full from coming out. He tried to slow down the process. That movie should have won an Oscar that year. But he stopped him. Dame Dash had to chase that nigga. From state to state. To get that movie released. Because the Predator. Couldn't handle a man standing up to him. It's a crazy thing to think about. Here's Merrimax films holding back Dame Dash's p- property and Charles Stone's the third property and keeping it for coming out because Dame Dash stood up for the woman in the room, and Dame Dash can be the greatest, worst life coach of all time. But in reality, he stood up. Brad Pitt punches Harvey Weinstein in the face and threatens to kill him when he, when he was touching up on his woman many years ago. I, I think it's Gwyneth Paltrow, if I'm correct, that he was defending. This is, you know, W wrestling, sports entertainment. Once you put a commercial break in between, it's all entertainment, including the news. It's a business that we all take serious. Everybody has that's in this entertainment game takes their fields serious. I'm in several fields, so I take several fields serious. But there's too much, and I'm going to say this the very raw way, for men who I know have that same attitude who listen to this podcast. There's too much pussy in the world that is willing to lay down for you for free. Just off so for the strength of who you are without celebrityism, for you to fit for you, for you in general, that you don't even have to take this role because you feel weak as a man and you want to overpower another human being and make them subdue to your bullshit and your beta cuck train of thought. You know, I got a definition and I'm not trying to preach to no one. I'm not going to make this a long episode either. You know, you got a lot of men, and I'm going to talk to you men first. You got a lot of men who wants to date the baddest bitch in the room. And I had this conversation with Mark. And i am gonna be a little bit more raw with it than I was with him, because we talk all the time. A lot of you dudes wants the baddest bitch in the room. The chick with the nice ass, the breast implants, the flat stomach. The bitches that you jerk off to in porn, I got nothing against porn. I don't even watch it no more. I barely watched it then because I got to date and meet a lot of the women in the adult industry. And believe it or not, this sexual and this sexual assaults and rapes happening in the sexual in the in the adult film industry that we don't even talk about—the dirtiest part of the entertainment game—but we don't acknowledge it because we consider those women whores and prostitutes because they're putting a performance on camera, and you think that she's fucking maybe. Five hundred dudes a year, when she's really fucking the same six or seven guys a hundred times a year, making her money from $500 to 500 and five hundred dollars to twenty five hundred, five maybe 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 if it, if it's still happening to this day, five thousand dollars a pop. That's her freedom. But if she doesn't give you the pussy, all of a sudden she's boring and she's whack and she's trash and fuck her. You know what the problem with being a celebrity is? That everybody feels like they're entitled to your time because they happen to give you 10 bucks to a movie or 17 bucks to a movie. Girl, They bought your OnlyFans subscription and they did this, that, and the other. You did that willingly. They don't want to meet you in person. They don't want to get to know you. They didn't ask you to buy them Or digitally or watch their porns online. These professional wrestlers do not ask you to... And I'm going to get back to the men. Don't get it twisted. Don't think I lost track. These professional wrestlers, they're not asking you to buy tickets. Look Look at wrestling today. Don't even need a fan and they're still telling the stories. And you're getting used to them not having a person in the audience. They don't need you. Just because you buy their tickets doesn't mean they have to celebrate you making a choice to open a wallet to buy a ticket. They don't owe you an autograph. They don't owe you nothing. I've been saying something for years. A fan to none of you. (laughs) It's me spitting on the floor. A fan to none of you. You're just a person who happens to have a camera on them more than normal. Vanity is a very unique thing. You have to look back the person who wants to be seen by everyone and wants to be recognized. Let me tell you something. I've turned down WWE money because the contracts wasn't right. Provable to the fucking T. I've turned down Hollywood projects. I've worked on Hollywood projects. I've turned down a reality TV show that's very big on VH1 when it was in its first season. Still got the paperwork to prove it. Because you have to sit back and say, how much of my privacy do I want to give up? And the day I choose to be on the other side of that screen, that's the day I give up my privacy. But don't be fooled. I don't owe you anything. If you choose to buy the product, what I owed you, you got. So if you go to a professional wrestling show and you pay $2,000 for tickets at WrestleMania, no, no siree, Bob, Triple H don't owe you an autograph or a picture. He doesn't even have to acknowledge you. You paid for the performance inside the ring. You paid for the bright lights, the music, the pyrotechnic, and you paid for all of those things. And when you get exactly what you got, that's all you're supposed to get. Everything else is up to the will of the person that you are a fanatic of. But don't be shocked if they don't want to give you the autograph at six o'clock in the morning. But don't be shocked if that same wrestler that you idolize, you females that go up to them and want pictures in the autograph, don't be shocked if when he asks for your number, he might push himself on you. Because a lot of men don't have self-control. A lot of men don't know how to say no to pussy. I could put pussy in front of five motherfuckers right now and they will take it. Because they don't know how to say no. I can show Mark text messages and people I know text messages of bitches getting upset because I will not acknowledge them. I don't give a fuck how gorgeous you are, what type of car you drive. I don't care if you got 60 cc's in in, in each one of your breasts. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Just because the ass is fat don't mean that the pussy is good and just because the dick is big doesn't mean it knows how to swim. But we are fooled and a lot of us see these people that we idolize or we look up to in our industry and we don't realize that they're deep down inside weak and pathetic monsters and predators. And it's a fucking shame. It's a fucking shame. And you know what's the sad part is? as men we all know what you do if you sexually if you sexually harass or rape a woman you do know you can get jail time and even with you guys knowing what you are doing wrong you're still willing to go out there and do it but then we got these companies that makes millions of dollars even if it's even if it's um, NWA they make about two three million a year aew WWE impact these are all multi-million dollar corporations all knowing what a lot of these people are doing men and women and they cover it up and they keep it quiet you take dave lagana he had the nerve to blast jim Cornette for a racist joke that no one really gave a fuck about but because we live in cancel culture which we do need but it's overused Because we live in that cancel culture moment, everybody jumped like a bitch. And Dave Lagana bitched at the morals of Jim Cornette. But yet he is the number one motherfucker out there violating women. The whole company had to stand still. What does that say to the lead man of 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 Lincoln Park? He's got to figure out how to get his company going. How much of the assets is in his name? How much of the trademarkings? How much of this? How much of this was put on his back that now someone else has to figure out what to do? What happens if rape allegations come out against Vince McMahon himself? Or sexual assault allegations come out against, same thing. Or rape and sexual assault allegations come up against Vince McMahon himself. He's going to have to step down from the company, from his old with his 0.59 rating that he had this past Monday, the worst rating in, in history. See, it's not the lack of audience. It's the storytelling. And now the story is on all of wrestling. But this has been going around in the music business, the entertainment business. Let's not talk about music groups like B2K, where you have men like Chris Stokes, making young boys have sexual, oral sexual relations and anal sexual relations with each other and breaking them mentally. The industry never came for them. And honestly, show. so will the industry come for these people? Because in my personal opinion, Matt Riddle should be fired. Velveteen Dream, that's a little unique situation. We have to learn. But he, he should be suspended until otherwise, until further notice. Austin Ferry, Darby Allen, he's a little bit of a fucking weirdo anyway. Time to suspend him, fire him. Every man on this list that's been read and is about to come out, the moment they get the name is the moment they get fired, whether they champion or not. This is a wrestling, a worldwide wrestling public relations nightmare. And then we know there's women that belong on this list. And let me talk to you women. A lot of you women sexually assault men too. A lot of you women sexually assault men. So when you sit back and you and you think about this, why did you wait so long to say something? Or do we blame the industry for not listening to women? Do we blame the industry for not listening to men's sexual assaults? The problem with talking about this particular type of topic is that we don't know how to create a solution where it stops because a predator is a predator and he's always going to add a predator whether man or woman is always going to find someone weak. And they're always going to find someone that they can mentally manipulate and control. These are all men who have issues with power. And I bet you if we took a look at all of their backgrounds, we could see a thousand times they have issues with power. And the one that I'm pissed off the most about is the Joey Ryan with his dick grab and this, that, and the other. Oh, Imagine if he was in WWE in this case would it came over to him. Joey Ryan over there making men and women grab his dick and doing dick suplexes and this and that. How many people, women, did not want to do that? But they did it anyway. How do we know Brandy Rhodes didn't? Maybe Brandy Rhodes said, "Okay, it's just a wrestling move. I get it." But Brandy's protected. But what about the women who aren't protected? And they're catching this bullshit. It's a, it's a it's a nightmare. Now you got David Starr, Jordan Delvin, Travis Banks, all of those guys, the WWE guys over there in in, in the UK, they got to go. It's a lot. So now how do we handle the situation Is the fire wrestlers and all of these companies? WWE, AEW, NWA, Impact, nothing came out of Ring of Honor, I think if i if i'm wrong i'll stand corrected but now we need all of them to quarterback the women and pay for the legal fees and, and 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 stand behind these women corner and when those women step up and when men step up they need to fire women accordingly put them up against the wall and WWE WWE and NWA and PAC and AEW Needs to pay for all of those men's lawyer fees that feel that they have been acute that they, they have been abused and sexually assaulted by women's staff within those companies. It goes back and forth. It's how this industry it's, it's a fucked up industry. Maybe we need to remove fabulous Moolah from WWE history. She is a sexual assaulter. She prostituted women, she put them up to sexual acts. Maybe she needs to be removed from the history of WWE. Remove all of the video archives. Remove her name from all the record books. Strip her of any women's championships that she has had and remove her from history. Set the example. And if it's any of these men, and if it turns out to be even some of our Hall of Famers are those guys, it is time to remove them. Excuse me. Remove them from the annals of professional wrestling history. Who gives a fuck if you want to set the president on how you take care of these people on on how you handle these people, you must do the one thing that they that they use to abuse these women, and that's their name, celebrity and credibility. I don't mean to be dry and anal, but there is no there is no reason to be animated to talk on the topic of sexual assault. We have women that are speaking out, and this is not going to come to an end. And there's going to be a few guys towards the end that's speaking out. And when it comes to Jim Cornette, I think Jim Cornette has proved his innocence without needing the court of law, because Jim Cornette (laughs) keeps track of all of his sexual escapades. And then for people to have the nerve to bring a government business, a government into a a government agency into it into it, the only part of the, you can go to an athletic commission all over the United States, none of them took it seriously Vince McMahon debunked them all but it seems like Kentucky seems to be I mean or whatever it is, Ohio seems to be holding it down and they're stringent, more stringent than everyone, they're the only ones who kept their guards up maybe because that's the only business in town and why would he risk some shit like that and federal prosecution for a piece to watch someone fuck his wife Again, this topic can be ran circles around, it can be talked about, it can be looked at, but it's a horrible time in professional wrestling. For this to happen on top of the presentation of professional wrestling and morale being down 110% around professional wrestling, this just adds more to the stink. You don't know how many sexual assault victims are looking at professional wrestling and now are questioning if they're whether man or woman, if their favorite wrestler is truly is really a rapist or a predator. Because once you say because if one did it and all of them knew and no one says nothing, everybody on the roster is criminal. They're like cops. There's no such thing as a good cop. Because if you're a good cop, you would stop another cop from being a bad cop. And they don't stop that. So you're just as bad as your your, your teammate. So I ask you guys to understand that these men and women are in vanity-driven businesses. And you have to look at a person who wants to be seen and looked at. There's a certain character flaw that exists when someone wants to be celebrated at a whim's notice. All of your favorite rappers, all of your favorite DJs, all of your favorite actresses and actors and singers and wrestlers and whatever it is you celebrate they are human beings. But when they get in front of the screen, they're begging you to celebrate their vanity. And then some of them don't know how to turn it off. And some of them just use it to take advantage. Look at Ron Jeremy, porn star. Been in porn in the 70s. I know a female. I'm gonna tell you a true story. A true fucking story. We out and we're out in the we out in LA. Club closes early. 130 to 2 o'clock out there. So a lot of the parties are up in the hills. So we go to this party in the hills, and Ron Jeremy is there. I don't care if this becomes a sound bite. It probably won't. My podcast is too small. And Ron Jeremy is there. Um, he looks so disgusting. First of all, my dick is almost two times bigger than his, so I don't give a fuck about his dick. Everybody was like, Oh my god, it's Ron Jeremy. Bitch there's a bunch of horse dicks in the room. Don't get it twisted. And we're looking at Ron Jeremy and we're like, this nigga's disgusting. Well, short fat going bald he just looks like he's dirty like he haven't washed his hair since 77 and there's these uh white chicks in the corner and he's saying you know if you, if you don't mind giving a blow job you know just let me know and this motherfucker is asking for blow jobs at least three or four times from these females allegedly let me say allegedly facts Alleg- allegedly allegedly and let's say this ron jeremy guy he's doing this and he's asking for fucking blowjobs and i remember looking at my boy and go yo ned you see this nigga? that shit is pathetic you're overweight you're fat you're disgusting looking and you want bitches to suck on this little ass jewish dick of yours because you still want to be remembered as a porn star that these 25 year old chicks don't even know the name of. You're outdated and outclassed. It's easy to have a big dick in a small pawn. have a big dick in a room of, of, of hundreds of men and then you know what you got. But here we are, a man who has had access to all the women in the world in the, in the, in the, in the late 70s, 80s, and, and part of the 90s, couldn't keep himself in shape, couldn't keep the weight off failed at steroids being injected in his body, failed at this, failed at that, walks around with a black book with a rubber band still around and asking for numbers, and here he is asking three or four girls and a bad jokes if they wanna have blowjobs. Now, what if one of those females felt pressure and felt they had to suck his dick? Then what? But see, vanity, vanity for women is sad. When it's no longer for sale, or no one no longer wants to buy, or or, or succumb to your, your your vanity, but when you're a man and you're in a room, filling in front of everybody, being everything they what you want to be, and you no longer have youth on your side, and are you're, you're, you're not even you're not even a fifth of a percent of the man that you used to be. You're begging for some form or some type of attention, but if Ron Jeremy was doing that then, imagine in the late '90s and the early thousands, women he's begged for blowjobs and sex. What about in the early in the in the in the, in the early '80s and the late '80s, the women he's he felt pressured so he can get sex out of what about in the 70s where a woman just had to do what you said 60s or 70s when women had to do what you say because you said it and that woman didn't have a voice especially in that industry now women have a voice now men that are abused by women have a voice what are we going to do about it Because I could run my mouth for another hour with a bunch of stories and a bunch of this and a bunch of that. What are we going to do about it? And the only solution I can think of is that WWE, AEW, NWA. And let's say Ring of Honor if there's any. Need to all pay for these women' legal fees, pay for their psychiatric help if they need it, get them their therapists, get them whatever they need, help them through the process. Because the only public relations bump to fix this is to get behind the accused, get behind the victims, and support them and help them rebuild themselves emotionally and show them that the industry of professional wrestling supports you that the industry of pro of sports entertainment supports you. Now, I'm sorry this podcast wasn't me yelling and screaming and giving you and, and and approaching it. I did an episode like that and I realized that wasn't the story to tell. The story to tell is that we need these companies to get behind the women that are the, vic- are the victims and some of the men that are victims and get them the emotional support that they need Get them the financial support that they need only in legal ways. And that's it. I don't need you donating to foundations that only have to use 1% and another 99% goes to putting money in the staff's pocket and the owner of the foundation's pocket. Help the actual victims directly. Pay for their legal fees. Find them support teams. Get them everything that they need. And if WWE would have really rocked the boat, every woman, no matter what federation or what company or what federation that they are uh, of wrestlers that they are accusing of sexual support uh, of sexual assault, all of those women should be given a warrior award for surviving. Men and women for surviving the assault. Of men sexually and women sexually, and if I'm sound like I'm in slow motion, I want to say this correctly. They should be supported, the men and women that have been sexually assaulted in the business of professional wrestling, and that we recognize them all as warriors, as survivors. And no matter what company you're in, no matter what company that you're that you're saying the talent sexually assaulted you, you should get a warrior award for speaking out. And that's what I would do at this year's, that next year's WrestleMania. With that being said, the name is Dietrich Davis. And this podcast is called Wrestlers with Experience that I share with one half of my, the, we should be, just call ourselves the most illustrious tag team in the world. Dietrich Davis, well, the Watcher, AKA Diamond Head, a.k.a. King Bumaye, the world boss, Dietrich Davis, with the executioner, Mark Knight Morrell. Uh, I hate for this to be such a direct podcast, but you got to talk to the people like this every so often. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know that the website is d uh, d uh, Dietrich Davis on the Man but it's abbreviated DDOD.TV. You'll find it in the, in the description box of this podcast. Wrestlers with experience can be can be experienced and used on the podcasting platform of Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, PodBeam, Castbox, Deezer. Excuse me, Podcast Attic, and tuned in, and tune in. I really thank you guys for being supporters and listeners to the shows, to the show. I'm grateful that we're making it to the 100th episode. And if there's any other woman in professional wrestling, uh, don't run to any podcast to tell your story. Don't run to TV shows to tell your story. Get the legal support that you need. Get the emotional support that you need. And let's get the truth told about what's going on in the business of professional wrestling. With that being said, I thank you guys for listening to Wrestlers With Experience, and I hope to see you on the next episode. I hope to have your ears and train of thoughts on the next episode. Have a good day.